2: I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'm Babs Gray, and I don't want to be catcalled, but I do want to be dog faxed. (laughs) Oh, saying faxed is really hard.
0: (laughs) Faxed? Faxed. That's a lot of... Those
3: are not faxed, faxed, but faxed.
0: Yeah, faxed. It feels (laughs) like there's a T in there. (laughs) A whole lot of letters. Uh, I'm Brandi Posey, and it's actually Frankenberry's Monster.
4: (laughs) 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 I'm Tess Barker, and another day, another chance to drink iced coffee and listen to Taylor Swift.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we.
2: We got Barbara Brandy and, of course, Fest. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Lady to Lady. ladies to and ladies. ladies, and ladies.
3: Hello, everybody. Welcome to fall. That was our fall intro. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Frankenberry, really ice coffees. Yes.
4: I fell. I've, gonna- I fell into my uh, sweaty balls voice as soon as you said that.
0: Yes. <laughs> <fall>. <laughs> Classic. Classic SNL. Mm-hmm. Classic SNL. I'm going to be a Frankenberry for Halloween. You
2: are. I'm
0: yeah, it's like four of us are doing a a, a, a Halloween cereals. <gasps> uh, oh my
2: god! Cute. What else do we got?
0: Count Chocula. I'm assuming uh, Rick's gonna be Count Chocula, and then um, my friend Lindsay is gonna be Yummy Mummy, and my friend Louis is gonna be Boo Berry. Oh, we don't have a fruit. We don't have a fruit brute, but he's like Who's the one fruit that. Brute? Fruit Brute is like, he was a monster cereal that was like originally around and then he disappeared and then they brought him back two years ago. What does he look like?
3: Like what kind of fruit is yeah, he? Yeah. What kind of cereal? He's like,
0: he is a like cherry cereal with lime Ooh, marshmallows. Yeah. He's, um, it's like a, it kind of like a werewolf on the cover. Okay. Uh, okay. that's the Brute. That's the Brute of it
4: I remember all. the I've werewolf.
0: Yeah. His name is Fruit Brute. I saw him at Target last year and I was
3: like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> Fruit Brute is but, definitely out there for the uh for yeah. from Count Chocolate of Fruit Brute. Yeah.
4: Long. That's a deep but cut. They, That's a side B. Yeah, they also
0: they also introduced a new one this year. Hold on. There's a new one. Uh Carmela Creeper
4: <laughs> is <laughs> It's just it's Johnny Depp. Era. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a caramel apple cereal. She's the Ooh. new. She's the new. She looks like a Gen Z. She's got headphones on and she's like a zombie. I don't know. I don't like it.
4: I need it. <laughs> like This reminds me. I mean, I'm sure it'll
0: be good. But. I was
4: at a friend's party the other night talking about one of my longtime high dreams of opening a restaurant that just serves cereal. Mm-hmm. All you can eat cereal. Every single kind of cereal. Every single kind of milk. Gorgeous. Yeah. Thank Perfect. you. Sean Love texted me a picture from Vegas three days later. It fucking exists. Of course. Once again, foiled. (laughs) Damn! But also, I really want to go. I know, me too. It's called Serial Killer. Let's go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of Halloween and costumes, we are going to be doing a Patreon stream on Monday, October 16th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. We're gonna be working on our costumes, so come work on your costume with us. Get spooky! It's it's gonna be the perfect time. We're really gonna be diving into Halloween, you know, and it's just gonna be really fun. Yeah, so, yeah. So and if you're not, a patron to sign up, lady to, or patreon slash lady mm-hmm. to Th- lady.
4: Let that let that. us motivate you. But before that, oh my god, you guys, mm. you speaking of having fun and costumes, ah! lady to lady has her own show on America's Funniest Home Videos there no big deal yeah we're very fucking excited and (laughs) and just so you
3: know this is not a union show it's not it's it's unscripted unscripted. variety
4: so we're so
3: yeah it's outside of the scope of the strike and stuff Yes. Um, so yeah we're super excited and you know if you guys want to watch it you can it's on pluto tv which is like also a free app i watch pluto all the time they have they have a channel with only uh um unsolved mysteries (laughs) Best oh, and they have a cheaters channel. If you don't have Pluto TV, just download it anyway, but especially download <laughs> it to watch our to watch us. show.
4: We really want people to watch, so please watch. And like, we're really proud of it, and it's really fun. The channel on Pluto is the Always Funny channel, but we're gonna link to it on our Insta.
3: Yeah, and it's premiering October 8th at noon Pacific time. Uh, and we're going to go on live on our Instagram during that. So make sure you're following us at lady to lady comedy on Instagram. We're going to go live and talk about it while we're watching it. It's going to be really fun, but just, you know, tune in and maybe we can make more of them.
0: Yeah. It, w- it was super fun. And I will say we were extremely good at it. We were very good. Honestly, it was, we're very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> honestly, very, very, very proud. I don't know. Do
3: I, <laughs> I mean, li- okay. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, think about, do you want to watch us, uh, Like leading up to people falling down videos. Do you want to watch us introducing people doing stupid shit? Because that's what it is. And it's lovely. Exactly. Peanut (laughs) butter chocolate. Peanut butter jelly.
0: We are here. (laughs) Two great tastes that taste great together. Yes.
3: So yes. October 8th at noon. Uh, Check it out. And you cannot see it on the always funny channel on Pluto at that time. So we'll also link to it on our link tree on our social media. So you can go click on there to get to the exact link. We're very excited.
2: Hell yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, This episode was also super great. We just have so much good news for you. We're in a good place right now. Yeah. Really great place. It's just nice.
3: Yeah, we're just doing, you know, we're just feeling really good about things. Um, it's fall. It's nice. It is fall. We have a super funny guest on today. You might follow her on TikTok because she has like 2 million followers on there, which is crazy. 2 million people are watching her do shit. And she, she decided to come hang out with us, which is <laughs> awesome. Uh, you can follow her at actress Beck on there. And please enjoy our hang with Becca Bastos. Let's just jump in to hanging out with our guest, the very hilarious Becca Bastos. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Podcasting.
2: Yeah. So excited. I feel like a gamer girl with my huge <laughs> microphones. Yeah. Big mic.
0: You're like disappeared behind your huge microphone. Mic. That's great.
2: Right? I'm just, I'm so tiny. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you, a
3: little voice and a little microphone. Just a little voice. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you have this white. Can you paint us a picture with your white background? Where are you? Where? What's your life? <laughs>
2: yeah. I just actually moved to mm-hmm. a Ooh. new apartment. Um, this is my little office room uh, where I film my stuff. Very important. I have a white wall. All my videos are usually just like a white wall. I have like a green screen over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to paint you a picture, it's an absolute hellhole in here. Like everything Great. that has ever been in a box when I moved is like <laughs> spewed and thrown up across the floor. So that's where we're at. Perfect. Right. My God, God bless you for moving. I feel like I just don't, I, the idea
4: of moving is so intimidating to me that sometimes I just Can't even I'm like, I'm just gonna die in the house I'm in.
2: It's (laughs) awful. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna die. I'm just gonna be Miss Havisham for the end of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Havisham, very under
4: misunderstood person. I mean, she was just a lady who was over her shit and just realized that she wanted to drink tea in her garden with no men
2: like let her be Yeah, absolutely <laughs> she's all I aspire to be is that
4: that's, that's her backstory I don't know I don't know anything about her oh uh, it's from Great Expectations
3: uh, oh I
0: see yeah yeah
4: yeah
3: <laughs> and she was a hoarder or what
4: I uh, think. Yeah, yeah. She, she was like, she had, she was sort of the matchmaker of the couple in Great Expectations. She had this big like manner that oh. the two young people would come over to. She, she was sort of like a spinster. It's oh, been a sounds, while since I read
3: the book in high school. Fun. I
2: want to be her.
4: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of cobwebs. And a lot of house. cobwebs. So that type of eye. Yeah. yeah very, Halloween. I would love
3: to be the cobweb lady who's matchmaking people. It's like, wait, why are you?
2: That's <laughs> the thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
4: I see all <laughs> through one milky eye.
2: The modern day Yenta, yeah,
4: yeah. uh, yeah. I always picture the house in Great Expectations. The house where my hobbit hole was was always very Great Expectations to me. If that gives Mm. you an idea, yeah, like a magical garden, lots of old kind
2: of like sculptures with patina on them. Like studio in Hollywood that was a perfect <laughs> it felt like there were clocks and trees but I don't know exactly were.
4: <laughs> exactly
3: yeah I would not have been just surprised to see the Cheshire cat just like out there at some point <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that doesn't look, but when I graduated uh graduated fifth grade when I I, I was one of like congrats three.
3: Brandy thank oh. you so much
0: I was the valedictorian of fifth grade not too oh I got to, I got to so was three. I were you
2: Congratulations, yeah, we got it's two f- valedictorians in fifth grade, right here. It's honestly wow. really nice to talk
0: to another one because I don't think I've ever met anyone that's identified as a oh fifth God. grade. Valedictor. Tell me
4: everything <laughs> you guys know about long division. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got like a big letter A that all my teachers signed. I kept it in my closet for a very long time.
2: <laughs> wow! Uh,
0: but I, uh, I was also one of the three kids that got chosen to we paint. each got to paint like a drop ceiling tile. Like they picked three people in each grade, and for some reason. I painted, like, a weird, druggy Cheshire cat that I really
3: liked <laughs> from,
0: like, this catalog that my mom, I was obsessed with this picture, and, like, I had no other, like, <laughs> like, I don't think I ever read Alice in Wonderland at that point, I just was like, I gotta paint this red Cheshire cat on the ceiling.
3: <laughs> Dope. That's yeah. so funny that they, that was uh, your prize, <laughs> Yeah. Because those like, those like weird drop ceiling tile, like cheapy tile things, they're just like, yeah, we're going to let the kids paint
0: these. Yeah. <laughs> why not? I mean, it was up there for a real long time. I had to go back to that school for some reason like 15 years later and it was still in the classroom and I was like, damn straight, I left my mark.
2: Whoa. Like, no, I, I don't think they remember me fifth grade. Do <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Our names should be scrawled on the <laughs> on the tiles forever.
3: <laughs> I didn't even, being a valedictorian in fifth grade, I didn't even know was a thing. How no. is that even?
2: Like, I, so I I went to a school, it was called Hampton Street, mm-hmm. and it wasn't called Valedictorian, it was called the Hamptonian. Oh, okay. On so, so, theme. On theme. Very good. It was a very big deal. Actually, like, humble brag like huge trophy
0: huge i love wow. a trophy you got a, tr- I gotta tr- i got a okay. cardboard a bullshit i know i'm very sorry <laughs> yeah i'm oh, very sorry
2: i gotta write but my teachers didn't <laughs> sign i, I wish yeah. they signed i don't know yeah like, kill them to add some personalization to it all but. <laughs> um, do you still, still have, have the trophy have you do Good. still have it Good. is it in Did your not- current
4: adult apartment
2: no, I feel right. like that would maybe be an issue if I had. Yeah, off this off is the not shelf.
3: something that you pay. You paid movers to put into a box, and
2: bring <laughs> no. to a new place. Can you imagine? <laughs> they wrap in bubble wrap. I tip them extra. I'm like, please be careful with the Hamptonians, please. Yeah. I do feel like trophies,
4: as enticing as they are as children, are ultimately just a huge burden in the grand scheme of your life. Yeah.
2: And it has to be wasteful, right? Like, where do they go? And the trash, I don't know. Everyone has their trophies still? Like, they're reading trophies? Like, is that plastic? Something's going on there. The, yeah. The, the
0: garbage patch is full of honorable tra- mentions.
2: <laughs> totally.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, I was helping my dad move some stuff out of, like, a store. My parents have, like, a storage thing that they, you know, it's, like, Shit, they're just holding on to that they will never use and mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, and a bunch of them were yeah. trophies from when he went to high school. So it's like they're so they're from like the sixties, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? Are and we like also, with this?
4: I've because I've thought about this. I've talked about it on here before. But I have a huge trophy collection from my speech days in junior yes. high. <laughs> of course. Um, and I am I can't. I've tried to get rid of them, and I, I there's something in me that just I, okay. I know what it is. What if we? Okay, you're gonna keep them. I'm going to keep them, But I'm like, I've had the same thought of like, I've got to purpose them somehow. Like I've thought about making furniture out of them, but that feels unhinged. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, a throne. A throne, I <laughs> think, would be A throne of trophies.
3: <laughs> I think we should just start. You should start using them for merch. Start bringing them to comedy oh. shows. Oh, that's <laughs> a fun idea. <laughs>
2: that, is that is a fun, fun. idea. <laughs> Cover up like. Certificate of excellence with right. something else. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Certificate of tessalance. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll choose my
4: favorite audience member each show. <laughs> I am bequeathing upon you this garbage, basically. Yeah. <laughs> my emotional baggage is yours now.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you wanted as a fan, right? <laughs> and now they can make furniture out of it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. the burden's on you. I will say this is the
3: uh, you, this is the thing about not having kids is that it's like, oh, who's gonna ta- who's gonna deal with all my shit? <laughs> yeah. There, I don't I don't know who's gonna be bequeathed the my, government my garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 'Cause when you have kids then they start getting trophies and then like I've never seen my parents' trophies. Did they just throw theirs away or did they just not get them? Or did they That's throw what I'm them saying? Away? My dad
3: has them and my dad's yeah. holding on to them still. And they they will be in a storage. A no, but where where are your
0: dad's trophies? Does did your dad have trophies when he was a kid? Did he get that's rid what of he them? that's what she's talking that's about? A, that's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 his are in a storage unit. Okay. I see. Yeah, yeah.
3: Got his, it. His that's what I'm saying. He has his storage from <laughs> when he went to high school.
0: Oh, and you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or there's TV shows that deal with that now. If you don't have kids, you just.
2: Oh, yeah. Give it to a TV show. Give
0: it to a That's TV show. <laughs> so true.
2: What a better way. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's All my waste. I just give it to a TV show.
0: Yeah. Here. It's content. It's it's not garbage. <laughs> of content. Take
2: it. It's a prop. Here.
0: Here you go. Here, open yeah. the storage unit with a camera and
2: <laughs> content.
4: <laughs> have you guys ever shopped at those thrift stores um, that are – Becca, are you in L.A. or New York? Yeah. L.A. New they LA. have those thrift stores. I forget what they're called, but they're all the clothes that were like on TV shows that you can buy. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called like Wrapped or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, those places yeah. are fucking awesome because mm-hmm. it's all like shit they were for like three hours. And you yeah. can get the stuff that was like from the extras on General Hospital.
2: <gasps> yeah, they have that, and they also have like all
3: the crew shirts and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you know what it's called? Are there multiple? It's just a thing. I, I know think it's one. called That's a Wrap.
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's like a wrap. That. There's that's one it. like yeah. in Burbank specifically. That's
4: the mm-hmm. one I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think we it used feels one like
0: Hollywood too,
4: but yeah. It's I was great. just picturing maybe we give the trophies to the TV shows, then they give it to That's a Wrap, then we go back to That's a Wrap and get our trophies back.
0: I love that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's good because <laughs> I had all together. I didn't
0: pay for them the first time; I just earned them. I mean, so are they even mine if I didn't buy them?
2: Exactly. <laughs> Whoa.
4: Yeah. Who do they belong to? <laughs> no, who do they really Wait. Belong okay. To? Does everyone remember the first trophy they got?
3: <sighs> I think I have a photo. I have a photo like in the back seat of our Volvo. I've posted this photo before, but I'm in like a huge turquoise dress. Nice. And it's it's some like beauty pageant or something. I don't know what the trophy says. You were a but pageant? Yeah. Excuse me. I think I went to I went I was in one, and uh, is it is such a funny. Sh- I wish I had like access to it right now. Um, it's such a funny picture. I don't remember what the trophy says. It's small, but I got something. I don't know what the fuck it was, but that was probably my first one.
4: Wow. Wait. But now we need to talk about your pageant career. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what
2: a revelation. Do you remember being podcasting. in a pageant?
4: Yeah. No, I don't. I
3: honestly don't remember it. Like, I the photo, uh, I, I don't really know. I was pretty young. Like, I mm-hmm. was probably, like, what? Like, seven or eight or something okay. like that. So, okay. I don't remember it that well. But I had, a, it's when I had short hair. So, when I had short hair, it was just, like, a crazy, like, yeah, red, yeah. like, you know, huge, curly head of hair. <laughs> and... Uh, it was not a good look. <laughs> so maybe that's why I didn't have a huge trophy in the photo. <laughs> but I don't know. I need to ask my mom. Like, I don't remember why the fuck I was in that or, like, if I wanted to do it or if she put me in it. You know what I mean? Where's I don't that know. trophy
0: now? Maybe.
3: Yeah. It's, that, like, is de- that is
4: still, like, in our stuff somewhere, for sure. Okay. I feel like pageants, like, obviously as an adult, we can all recognize how problematic they are, but, like, I get why kids would want to do them.
3: Oh, yeah. Why not? You get to parade yeah. around I mean that dress is not something I ever would have worn normally <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's actually can be found in that's a wrap right i want to look at the original dress
3: so. i'm texting my mom right now we'll see if she can give me some details
2: <laughs> yeah
3: it was on
0: slc uh, public access they're like accounts
3: accounts sell it in the store <laughs> Let me, i mean i posted it on my instagram sometimes Let me, i'm going to see if i can find it okay um, great but yeah hate? that's i think that's the first one slash. i guess i did got some soccer ones but that was the only one that mattered you know is they Hamptonian? soccer the first
0: no, wow. that was like that was that was expect, the middle. I wouldn't expect uh, that to be the first after. of a Hamptonian. No, you, you yeah, see. you have to
2: ramp up
3: to the
0: Hamptonian. Yeah, yeah,
2: you have to literally graduate to it. Of course, that was like the <laughs> middle. That was the middle of my trophy career, I'd say. Did they right give it the to you in front life? of all okay. of the
0: other children?
2: Oh yeah, and <laughs> I if I didn't get it. I'll say I'd be jealous. It was really large, <laughs> like, like abnormally large. I'm like, where'd you get this? This was meant for like wrestling, high school wrestler uh, right, type yeah, of thing, uh, you yeah. know? Um, my first trophy was, I think, did you guys have like reading trophies? Like mm-hmm. if you read 10 books in the summer, you get a fun little trophy at the end. And it's like, I don't know what the motif behind like the trophy things are like, but it was a little like genie lamp. I don't Ooh. really know. That's all I remember. That sounds kind of familiar. I right? that feels like a brass.
4: Yeah, was that part of the did you get involved in the book it program at Pizza Hut? <laughs> what?
2: Oh no. Wait, that pa- sounds fake. A bucket it program it at was, Pizza Hut. I yeah, thought so You might be a little younger. You might be a little so you young, but Pizza yeah. Hut okay. in the
4: nineties was leading Oof. the charge in childhood literacy, if you can believe that.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
4: yep. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I think it was what you read like 10 books and you got a free pizza. So everyone was just dying to read because I mean, it worked like they were incentivizing reading via what we can all agree is the worst pizza of all time. Absolutely. uh,
0: I don't know that I would say worst pizza of all time.
3: What's worse? Papa John's. I think Papa John's is worse I think when you're a kid, though, Pizza Hut is like, you don't know. Yeah,
2: but Domino's for me, like, is still one of the top tier, like, junk pizzas oh I totally totally agree I totally Domino's is the best bad pizza it's so like I can taste the crust right now my mouth is watering like I could always have and I'm from New York like snob oh my god but you can't compare uh, it Domino's when you get that itch you've gotta scratch it have to scratch it (laughs) And it happens like for me, like once a month. I'm not kidding. So good.
3: <laughs> oh, of course.
2: The thin yeah. crust.
3: You got to go thin crust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I found the photo. I just pasted it in the chat. This picture. Okay. Is Wonderful. Wonderful.
0: Wonderful.
3: You guys ready? For this? Yes, I'm
0: picture. so ready. Wow, wow, we wow. <laughs> Damn, dude.
4: Ah, it's so cute. It is Oh my God, so, Shirley Temple. Oh wait, I'm
3: definitely not seven or eight. I'm definitely younger than that. You're younger. I, yeah, you look yeah. like you're I have in not like kindergarten. I've not looked at this
4: photo for a long time. Yeah, you're definitely oh younger. Oh my God. You look like a fish in water.
0: Wow. <laughs> Barbara, I, I also hate to be the bearer of bad news. This photo, you will be in a true crime documentary at some point. Yeah, because this photo needs to be.
3: In one.
2: That is literally missing girl. Vibes you just and look your so hair, hair is not bad. No, your yeah, hair yeah.
3: looks great. You uh, don't know. All right.
0: In this photo, in this photo, it looks great.
3: My head—it's funny because it, I'm so young that the trophy is the size of my head, basically.
4: Yeah, and you're sort of cupping it like it's a baby dove. <laughs> and yeah. this is a per, like
3: the back seat of the Volvo. The, yes. the where you're facing backwards—that's where I'm sitting.
4: Mm. <laughs> Just <laughs> capturing a lot of vibes. Here. I forgot about the back seat of the Volvo seat. Oh yeah, that was the best. My grandma's Volvo had one of those too, and that was like better than shotgun.
3: Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. you get to antagonize other people driving. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, wild. Yeah, Yeah. just facing them as they're facing you.
4: It's a very weird situation. That had to be like wildly unsafe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Did it have the seatbelts that were across the
2: lap?
3: They were. They did go. They did go across your chest, but it was just. Yeah, I don't know why it was a thing. Like, they were just like... I mean, I guess because Volvos were probably, like, for people with a big family, and they were like, i uh, we'll just stick some extra seats yeah. back here. Yeah, my first
0: car had that, too. Yeah. I had a Buick station wagon, Century station wagon that had the back seats, too. But it's like, if you anybody rear-ended you dead
4: (laughs) over yeah Yeah. but Volvos are very safe so maybe I don't know if
0: it was that's true
4: honestly my favorite car ever was a Volvo and it saved my life when I got t-boned by someone who was driving on the wrong side of the road so shout out (gasps) shout out to Volvos and shout out to insurance companies who can kiss my fucking ass who decided (laughs) that that accident was half my fault (laughs) Oh, someone's on the wrong it. side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. I don't we, know if you guys have ever like had to deal with insurance, but like basically they yeah. always
2: decide it's 50-50. Right. They always say, yep. yeah. 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 This is kind of related. This actually beautifully ties into the pizza um conversation Please. before, but Perfect. I, when I was living in Brooklyn, I drove not on the wrong side of the road on purpose, but I was going around a huge city bus and it was oh. a very tiny street. Okay. And the back of my Mazda got caught on the, tr- on the whole bus and oh. ripped off the entire back of my thing. And I kept oh. driving because I was just like so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it turns out that the truck I hit was a Papa John's delivery truck ah! trailer. <laughs> And they didn't even give me free pizza for life, which is crazy. Why are you parked here? They're like, this is the city, babe. Like, we can just park here. We're delivering. I'm like, okay, seems illegal. Yeah, so that was my beautiful story. That's why I haven't had Papa John's. I was like, why is there, like, trauma there Yeah. something? Isn't their pizza traumatic enough without terrorizing like, the oh. drivers of Brooklyn? <laughs>
4: right.
0: Seriously. <laughs> would <they?
4: laughs> Did you have to, did they fix your car? Did your insurance fix your car? No,
2: nothing did. Uh, Only me. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> It was my fault. I will say that it was really my fault. But yeah, that's one of those where like it was your fault, but like ish, ish. ish. I had to yeah. duct tape my car back together to drive home. Uh. It was yeah. Uh, You're like I've. This is
0: the consequence. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody
2: back yeah. off. There's duct tape on <laughs> my car. I know. This is a good reminder to have a roll yeah. of
3: duct tape in your car. Thank you. That's oh, so I had true. to.
2: I had to go to the fire station across the street crying. I was like sobbing like to the oh, firefighters no. of Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are like, "Here you go. Just chill." It's cool. Yeah. They are like scared. They are scared. Never seen a woman cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: such a good instinct. Like I think that's what I would do too if I fall fire station and I need a duct tape. I'd be like, "Those guys have it."
2: Right? Yeah. Not a CVS. No, 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 no. Just a fire. Yeah. yeah. Free. It was no. free. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's like, can
4: I just there. leave myself at your front door and can you adopt me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I live here
2: now, okay? <laughs> I'm the firehouse dog now. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be
4: like a really good porno. You're the firehouse yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. My Mazda's all, oh, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> don't have anywhere to go? <laughs> it writes itself. It, it writes does itself.
0: totally. Yeah. There's the like, red card. I
2: think
4: <laughs> it's the pole in the middle of the station, and the fact that all firefighters are hot. But there's something very pornographic about fire stations. <laughs> the pole.
0: <laughs> 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 They're saving you from fire. It's very primal. Yeah. <laughs> you know they have to have muscles because they. I mean, well, how many times have you been told how much how heavy the gear is? We know.
3: Your we girl. know you're <laughs> yeah. sweating in there. We know. We know. I was I I'm so sorry I'm about to say this, but I was looking for hoses on offer. <laughs> <laughs> this is just where my life is right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's and okay. someone was selling a fire hose, and I was like, who's gonna buy this? How is this just on? like a 10 for foot sale. yeah they were like great for like quickly water your lawn and i'm like who the nope. fuck is buying a fire hose and attaching <laughs> you know, it you took divots
0: <laughs> yeah. in your yard if you watered it with a fire I, hose and, and like
3: it's gonna you're instantly gonna yeah it was very funny that that was on there that's, that's so <laughs> insane
0: it feels like a fire hose should be retired not <laughs> put into the. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Give, give it a bathrobe and let it paint yeah exactly
3: (laughs) that's what the garbage patches all fire hoses and trophies just wrapped together it's like a big snake like a big rubber band ball
1: yeah
4: Yeah. i don't know
2: It's out there though wow
4: also who knew that fire hoses I, i i guess i can you just connect that to like a regular thing I thought it was like a whole special because you see that was for the hydrant. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was for the famously. hydrant. Yeah, yeah kind of right. Old. Maybe you. Because <laughs> we do
3: connected to your hydrant on your street, and then you're not even using your own water bill. That's wow. There's a,
2: wow. There's a hack. Okay, <laughs> I need I need to get rid of my Brita anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> shit in my kitchen. <laughs> just, just We've all decided already that hose water tastes great. So fire hose water
4: must be. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah,
2: right. It's fresh. And if there's, there's minerals in that shit,
4: I yeah. feel like you need to take this back to Brooklyn because this feels very Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, this does. The fire hydrants are always open there. Oh yeah, They are so, all summer, all summer. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great.
4: We don't do enough of that in Los Angeles.
2: No,
0: no,
4: <laughs>
0: not by a long shot. <laughs> oh,
2: now we're all just thinking about it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> OK. All right. Like, what do we do in the summer? <laughs> the beach um, like, I guess we just have like the Pacific
4: Ocean or whatever like
2: yeah, we like we don't need a hose yeah. <laughs> just bragging <laughs> oh like what do you guys have in New York the Hudson River okay okay fine yeah. well, okay. Toxic. we just have like the
4: passageway I saw to Hawaii
2: fucking, I,
3: I, I don't know if you guys follow this account Um, what is New York it's so funny there's just yes. you know just posts very New York shit and they posted a guy like just in a fucking like inflatable, lo- like, you know, pool lounge chair just in the Hudson. <laughs> just <Oof>. like... <laughs> that
0: that's mad. wild.
2: Like, have you been seeing the stuff that's like, oh, there are brain eating bacteria now. Yeah. Like and like that seems like what's happening in the Hudson. Well, I yeah.
3: think that's why he was in there because I think
2: the brain act, the it brain got bacteria him. got, got him first,
3: him there. and then yeah, he yeah. he's in there.
0: It got my brain. It, it looked as well fun, honestly.
3: Feet. If I had if I had my brain a little bit eaten, I would have been in there too because
2: it would be <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I Do it all to yourself. <laughs> it's a lazy river, basically. Exactly. <laughs> so lazy you get tuberculosis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love dying Did you of old timey disease. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: did you see on that um, that Instagram page recently like last week there was someone performing an exorcism on the streets of New York like there's like this woman yeah there are some wild things on that you guys have to it's
3: amazing it's such a great fucking I have to look
2: yeah uh, yeah. yeah,
3: it's a it's a great snapshot of, like, how insane New York can be. Huh. I also would <laughs> love to see an
4: exorcism.
2: I'm exercising <laughs> here. <laughs> so. It's someone doing jazzercise in the park. <laughs> <laughs> just as
4: scary, honestly. Yeah, for real. Uh,
2: if not scarier, I'd say.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I'm just going to say this. Every time I see people doing any kind of aerobics in the park, I have this, like, crazy impulse to join them.
2: I I get jealous I don't know why I feel this jealousy I'm like I'll never have that confidence that you do to just like be doing shake weights in the park right just pure unbridled joy
4: and and Mm -hmm. lack of (laughs) self-awareness I think you could jump in there totally Tess I would like to I'm going to at some point especially like if I'm at a pool and I see people doing like water aerobics Sean has to like he's like you want to go over there don't you I'm like kind (laughs) of
0: swim right on up get in there yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. i think go for it next time okay yeah yeah okay. oh question where where was everyone last night during the best sunset of our lives
3: oh i don't know
0: for those that, that recording a couple we're gonna get this a couple weeks later but like literally everybody in the world posted pictures there was a sunset mm-hmm. rainbow last night which i'd never seen before
3: it was amazing a full rainbow end to yeah. end Wow.
2: Yeah. Wait, I there was a rainbow. a rainbow. Are you talking about the one in New York, the double? Actually, no. there was yeah. one in New York yesterday oh, and really? here. Whoa. Yeah. Why two. didn't out? Well, That's because it's on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So both double. rainbows. Everyone was like, Whoa. and it was actually so sweet. People were like, you know, now we're looking up in the sky for a different reason. Like, it's nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I didn't see the one here. I was at a restaurant. I was having dinner. My two managers are in town and we're having dinner and we actually sat outside like on a beautiful rooftop and then it started raining. I don't know oh. if anyone felt that. Ooh. And then we moved inside and then I missed the gorgeous sunset. Damn. Bye. Yeah, okay. Wow. So that's where we got the
3: little, because we got like, like a full rainbow like kind of going from like, it was kind of going to Dodger Stadium basically. <gasps> yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. But I know, I I was inside all day. I only got uh. photos of the rainbow from inside my <laughs>
4: I was walking the dogs, and I definitely was like, "Wow, the sky looks really pretty."
0: (laughs) I was at a sushi restaurant. We were sitting outside, and we could see the sunset part. But then, like three servers ran out, and they go, "There's also a rainbow!" They all ran out to take photos, and we're like, "All right, well, let's get up." And then that's great. You know, there's
3: nothing like a rainbow that can really bring people together. Yeah, Yeah. and a real, you know, Kermit moment or whatever. yeah,
4: <laughs> it does feel like a Kermit, Kermit moment. <laughs> Kermit and i all those, find it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Rainbow Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know all that? Right.
0: Um, oh, sorry. I was going to say real quick, when Dio joined um, Black Sabbath, uh, they made a rule that he couldn't write any more songs about rainbows. Wait,
4: Is what, that really? who wrote Rainbow Connection?
0: No, but he wrote that Rainbow in a Dark song. He has like a lot of like 80s, rock songs about rainbows.
4: Oh, does he? I don't know uh, yeah, yeah. his stuff. Oh,
0: well, anyway.
4: If you did, that's a maybe crazy if he wrote more again. about rainbows, He would have. Yeah. So <laughs> that just goes to show stick to your stick to what you know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we cannot talk about rainbows again okay. on the show. We're done. Okay.
0: We're done. It's well, over. Okay.
3: <laughs> we're we're gonna take a break and scrub all the rainbow mentions for the beginning <laughs> of this. We'll be back, everybody. <laughs>
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm
2: Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Becca.
3: And it's time to play a game. Oh, yeah. We're going to play MySpace. Let's do it. (laughs)
2: love it okay
3: uh Becco, this one's really you know got to think about this one does technology simplify life or make it more complicated
2: mm. Mm. simplify for me personally everything's at our fingertips like anything i want to know right. google.com actually tiktok has become my google i'm like okay gut health i'm on tiktok and finding out what to take um I would say simplify like you have you can order things they're there in like two days
4: yeah For
2: me,
3: that, I, I like it isn't that funny <laughs> it how sense.
2: TikTok is that it's interesting that we haven't
3: had that before where like you're not just googling it you're finding human beings who have experience with it yeah t- you
4: yeah. know what I mean it's, it's just so much easier to that digest sense. that way like yeah it's one thing to like read a recipe and it's another thing to like see it all edited in like a minute and like there is so much information that's like you know what you actually can learn how to blow dry your hair in 60 seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: or like curl your hair with a sock like right, didn't know that right, that was right. before you know I wouldn't read an article about that but I'd watch a girl do it am I ever gonna do it no am I gonna buy the socks yeah of course then I just end up never doing anything I watch but it's very fun it's kind of almost like you're you're living it as you watch it which is kind of sick but you're like okay I'm watching a woman make like a pumpkin loaf I basically just made that you know? That's interesting. I wonder
4: if that's why there, so much of that organization stuff is popular because it sort of like makes you feel on some level like you are organized just by watching it.
2: It's satisfying. I bet yeah. you that's true.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I mm-hmm. am obsessed
3: with that stuff. That's like that's definitely my go, like, go-to like go like soothing just like I just want to watch people put things into other things.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking the of restock. go-to soothing Oh, I love the restock. Yes. Speaking of go-to but, soothing the other night this is like terrifying for me to even say. I'm feeding the dogs, and a full-size cockroach <gasps> scurries across my kitchen. Oof. I I don't know. I, I know what it is. They're disgusting. But I, like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm not afraid of spiders. I'm not afraid of bugs. Like, usually bugs. But cockroaches, like, get me on such a visceral soul level yeah. Yeah. that I almost, like, pass out. And then I, mm. I, I, like, look around. I find we have these, like, red Solo cups in the pantry, and I find a red Solo cup, and I just, like, put it over the cockroach and, like, wait for Sean to get home.
2: So I just have no, to like, be like I poured it a beer. <laughs> I did a keg stand. The cockroach was upside down and, and tube top.
4: Now I'm getting matching tattoos with a cockroach. So <laughs> infinity signs. <science. laughs> but so I had this like live cockroach underneath a red solo cup in my kitchen. And I texted Sean and I'm like, you have to come home and kill this cockroach. And so while I was waiting for him to come home and kill the cockroach, I was so like keyed up that the first thing my brain thought to do is look at pictures of jewelry. So like while I was
2: <laughs> That's like if not even space. shopping for jewelry. Just like you Google search like necklace. Yeah. Just like look at- Shiny things. Show them to me. And it works. <laughs> it worked <Yeah>. good.
3: <laughs> you didn't do the paper under the thing and then
2: like Do
3: it. You were just like, no, it's too
2: much. I'm too scared of them. Like it was all I could do is throw the cup over it. Even that. The question is, did Sean squish or you sprayed or you let it go? I really hope not the last one. He squished. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you have to. Crunchy.
4: That's why I couldn't because
2: of the crunch. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really bad saga with cockroaches when I first moved here. I was staying in an Airbnb and I had never even in Brooklyn I had mice but never cockroaches and Mm. they're just. They just really get you really close oh, to your
4: fears. It's giving me, like, yeah. the
2: heebie-jeebies. I think what it is, it's a combination of the texture
4: and the size.
2: And they're fast. And they're fuckers. Fast, they're, yeah. they're, they're track stars. I always,
0: <laughs> I always remember, too, we had um we had Jessica Lagnado on the show, and she's, like, an animal, oh. animal communicator, and she talked about how, like, she once, like, read an infestation, and they had a group mind, like the Borg, and they, like, No. <laughs> She said that. I, re- I remember I, like, that. I, I, no, I, like, it's just I think funny. of it. I think of it often. And they like. They also were like, "We don't care about you. We know we'll be here after you are all gone, too." Like they, <laughs> they just know that they're eternal in the of humanity, and they'll outlive humanity. So they're not scared of us.
2: No. Oh no, it doesn't no. seem like they are. No. I, just, I thought okay. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you th- no. you thought they were <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Well, I thought like because whenever I have come eye to eye with a cockroach, like we look each other in the eye, and then it scurries, or I scream, and then it gets scared when I scream. It's like ah, it gets scared, yeah, and right. runs. So I just thought maybe it would be. I think in the moment so it's big.
3: probably like oh, there's a large being there, but yeah. like in general they're not. No. Sc- they're like we're just no, doing we're, our thing, we're, and we're gonna outlive you. They're yeah, bold. They're bold. I hate it. Ugh.
2: I would be too if I could live without my head. If you could sh- yeah. behead me and then I'd still be alive. Yeah. Stop I'd it. Is that true, too. Becca? Is that true? Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Zombie shit. And,
2: and I didn't want to say anything, but you you shouldn't squish them because it spreads the eggs, but <gasps> I'm sure he did a good job. Ah! No! no! I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. What are you supposed to do?
4: Spray. Give him a little. But drink. I don't like poison like I'm a hippie. Oh uh, yeah. There's there's hippie
2: ones. Okay. Okay.
4: Just for next time. Well, I hope there isn't a next time or I'm going to cry. There'll never be a
2: next time. Okay. We manifest that. Okay, yeah.
4: thank you. <laughs> okay, let's change the subject. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. Favorite
2: holiday? Ooh, Thanksgiving. Oh, good choice. Oh, I love to eat. I find that, like, New Year's Christmas could be, like, a little more depressing. Um mm-hmm. Just, it's darker. I don't know. Thanksgiving is such a fun time. I love, I love what do you, what's your normal Thanksgiving? Do you do
3: family? Do you friends? What do you do?
2: Do family. But like, honestly, my favorite part is a Friendsgiving. I love a good Friendsgiving. Yeah. Have people over, go to a Friendsgiving. Everyone brings a little something. That's like my favorite part of like the holiday time around Thanksgiving. But yeah, I usually go to family and we do like a big dinner. Do you make something? Or lots of things? S- okay. Stuffing from the box. But honestly, mm. stovetop stuffing it's, it's so great. good. It's great. It really is. It's so right. good. We don't need to. It's delicious. No, it's... They prefer... One day I'll, I'll try.
4: But... I'll tell you this. already stuffing though? I also like stovetop, but have you ever had cornbread stuffing? No. That yeah, shit great. is good. delicious. And you can get that um, in the box sure. too. Yeah. 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 Or I get one like at Whole Foods that like they kind of give you everything you need in a bag and then you just kind of put it in the oven with some stock.
2: Oh. Yeah. I love when they do that for you. I know. Like a little arts and crafts kit. But exactly. exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I also like Thanksgiving. You're right. Because it feels like it has a lot of the fun, pomp and circumstance of a holiday without the pressure.
2: No gifting. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to worry about that. You just have to be there and eat. Like for your only responsibility to be eating is amazing. It's, it's also the
0: first like long holiday in weekend and like mm-hmm. months you know so it's like the first break you know right
3: it's kind of like the sign the kickoff of like and then everyone yeah. like after that is just like oh well you know the holidays and then no one is try- everyone's trying to do nothing basically
2: yeah <laughs> and I love that yeah. do you <laughs> I actually really do like when everyone is on the same page like oh we're chilling it's like holiday time like low pressure I love that yeah it just takes the pressure off everything
4: yeah, because that is where the pressure comes from is like knowing that other people are out there getting their trophies. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's always getting a trophy and I feel like I'm behind. I need more trophies. Okay, this is,
3: I'm Becca, I'm just going to say this how it's worded and okay. answer it as you will. Okay. You just bought a lifetime supply of whatever you just bought. What was it? <laughs>
2: Great copywriting. Love it. <laughs> oh my god um, What's something like Lifetime supply Creamer Like a coffee creamer Mm, I feel oh. like I'm always getting, I, I just want that delivered to my doorstep every week. It's something that I'm always thinking about. Oh, I'm always trying a new one. And I just want a lifetime supply. You're always it. Good. Do you do flavors? What do you do? I do. I, I'm very serious about it. I have like my little frother. I have my flavors. Sometimes I'll do like a little coconut whipped cream on top. Like Ooh. I'm a barista in my home. I
3: swear the frother, I was thinking about this, is one of like the smallest in- inventions that has like truly changed my life. <laughs> Right? Like it's, it's, it's seems so silly because it's like something that's stirring shit, but it like really like I make my I make like a protein coffee with like a scoop of protein mm. uh you know stuff and like a little bit of milk and then use that to mix it up. And like I've tried to do with spoon before and it fucking sucks. It's not the same. It's know? not the same. No, not. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh god, this is like this is an invention that like truly <laughs> changed yeah. my
0: life for the it's better. An immersion blender's <laughs>
2: younger brother. It's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It goes so fast too. You really can't beat the speed. Yeah. no,
4: oh, you, you can't.
1: Too guys, look how fast I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I don't know about if you guys have a hot and cold frother, but my Nespresso frother will do both hot and cold foam. So, like on a hot summer day, I can make like a coconut, an ice coconut milk latte in my Ooh. house. Damn. Wow. Yeah,
2: I don't have that. I
4: really I recommend it.
3: I need like I need an espresso, an espresso thing. I'm like I'm getting to the point where I'm just like I wake up every day craving like. You know, some kind oh. of intense coffee
4: drink. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, it's time. You're going to love me. it. You're frankly going to love it. And there's nothing that makes you feel so fancy as like having an espresso in your own home.
2: And it'll make you shake. Like, I need to shake when I yes. wake up. Yes, like, I, I, I want to shake and I want to shit. You want to shake and want to shit? I will say an espresso does both of those things. Actually, sometimes simultaneously.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'll oh. say
2: that.
3: Yeah. I'm starting <laughs> off my morning with a cleanse
4: and yes. 30 minutes of productivity. Yes. <laughs> well, and also my other thing with espresso is like, granted, this is maybe not a good time of the day to be drinking caffeine, but like after lunch or after dinner, like a quick boop.
5: Mm-hmm. It's oh, so yeah.
4: it's so nice. It just yeah, gets you boop. through the afternoon. Yeah. You don't have a to like sit boop. there and sip something. Just a quick boop. After dinner, you do full caffeine. Uh, on Friday or Saturday, I will. Yeah. I love <laughs> I, I love an espresso after a big meal. I
2: love that.
4: They do that in Europe, don't they? That's the thing. I'm very Parisian. You're European. Yeah, you're...
2: (laughs) Change your cigarette. Oh, (laughs) yes, cigarettes.
4: We bought a pack of cigarettes like a month ago, and I was just going to have one, and you guys, I had to have Sean take them back to the office because I was like... (laughs) Like day three, I was like walking around the backyard like... Yeah, I almost started smoking again. Okay. Uh.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Look, what the way of the world is, like, whatever. That's the least of. Shit's (laughs) hard.
2: If everything's on fire, your lungs are allowed to be too. Yeah, exactly. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Okay, Rebecca. um, What is the most embarrassing thing your parents have ever done?
4: Oh. Well, we probably don't know the answer to that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: Oh my God. Do you guys have answers? I'm trying to think. Uh, Okay. I have actually one. My dad uh, would rarely drop me off to school because I'd like take the bus, but sometimes he would if I was late and he was in the Marine Corps and he had his only CD in the car was like, a CD of just marine corps chants like like <laughs> oh just God. this drill sergeant being oh like God. like screaming <laughs> and he thought it was a little fun game when he dropped me off that right when i opened the door for him to blast the chants in front of my high school i was <laughs> a very like socially anxious girlie i wanted to crawl in a hole and die um <laughs> And then I joined the Marines. No, I didn't. But
3: <laughs> I mean, this truly feels like from a movie where yeah. you Kelly, have a military dad, dad who's
2: like <laughs> dropping you off to oh, military they, chance. School, sweetie. Yeah, no, it was really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like sweating thinking about it. Like literally the, the back of my knees right now dripping. Uh, and it's
4: like, I don't know why that's so embarrassing when you're a teenager because it's not like, well, I I guess I had a cool dad, but most people don't. Yeah, <laughs> most people <don't>. like. <laughs> we have to count our blessings. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know why you think that. Like all the other kids at the high school are gonna be like, oh, you have an embarrassing dad, not me." Yeah,
0: <laughs> my dad dropped me off on a motorcycle. <laughs>
4: yeah, see, I have a cool dad. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I have, like, we we do, there's definitely a few stories in my family that, especially from my dad, that he'll like kind of tell at gatherings and stuff. Mm. And he has this story. I'll just do a short version of it, but. When he, like, started out as a lawyer, he, I guess, like, you know, they didn't have any money, and he was, like, he just lost a case, and he was wearing this, like, super cheap suit, and -hmm. just, like, felt like shit, and he had to get, he had to go fly home, and he goes to the airport, and he's, like, running late, and the lady at the front desk is, like, gets on the phone, and she's, like, you had better run to that plane to him, and so he's, like, running through the airport in his cheap suit, and he, and this is back when, like, you had to board, you know, getting on On the the tarmac tarmac or whatever, Mm -hmm. So he like see he like sees the plane. He like runs up to it, and he said he jumped on the fence and was like, "Wait!" Because he saw the uh, the stewardesses like about to close the thing. And the voice, a guy behind him goes like, hey, buddy, you want to get in line? And he turns around and this whole line of people is standing there waiting to get on the flight. He, just oh. like, he somehow like totally didn't see them <laughs> oh, and just had yeah. to like walk past everyone in his cheap suit. Oh. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a moment I know he was embarrassed. That's a good old family. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> it's sort of like endearing too, though. No, something about a, good, a man in a cheap a good, suit.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a good story. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, I don't. I know. have like secondhand embarrassment. I'm thinking about that right now. Yeah, imagine like a whole line of people, and you're like, oh. oh. Gosh. <laughs>
0: Sorry about that. I hope he's not sitting next to me. What? <laughs> horrible plane ride with that embarrassing man. Oh
2: my god, <laughs> a da- there's an dad, an embarrassing dad, an embarrassing
0: dad. Yeah, it's just sweaty father.
2: <laughs> they start blasting Marine Corps chants throughout the airport, like <laughs> <laughs> your life flashing over
0: the god. plane <laughs> loudspeakers.
2: Over, yeah. I the pilot. Of the guys, like, how
0: do you guys? This a good one. And just turning it up. <laughs>
3: yeah. How do you guys feel when people clap on the plane? Because it makes me cringe more than anything I've ever felt in my life.
0: Awful. Oh, like for landing?
3: Yes, mm. I don't like it. Clapping for landing. Clapping for
2: anything. But I'm like, why are yeah. we clapping? Why? Is clapping I brace happening? myself now. I feel like it happens kind of sporadically, but every once in a while. But when I land, I'm like, oh, someone's gonna do it. But it's not gonna <laughs> be me. You're like ready.
3: Yeah. yeah. It, like, I, hurts my
4: inside. I don't know why. I hate it so much. There is something cringe about it.
2: You know, and I,
4: one of the first dates I went on with Sean, we went to a movie, and at the end of the movie, the guy sitting next to us just started muttering, don't clap, don't clap, don't clap. And then everybody did clap, and he went, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about that every time people clap on planes.
3: <laughs> See, I, I'll clap at the end of a movie. I like that. But at the end, I think I'm just trying to disassociate so hard on a plane that I'm like, I don't want anything.
0: You just don't want even to, to realize it, it that landing a plane could be a clappable moment. You're
3: like,
0: no, this, <laughs> you just landed out of the air. No, that's fine. This is just like taking a left. Yeah, just
2: yeah. Every, like, yeah, of course we should have landed. That's what happened. Doesn't it feel rude like to to the staff? You're like, yeah, you did it. Congrats. You a landed little a bit. That's what it feels like. Yes. I'm like,
4: yes. You know, it's like sincere. it's like as if you were going to clap at someone who's on a run like.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
4: Good job. <laughs> good job. Yeah. I think it just gives me the same vibes as when
3: when like, uh, flight attendants tell jokes and everyone, like, dies laughing at them.
2: I'm Uh, like, it's just like, what are we... When they do stand-up, they they Yeah, like, what is happening? I like the jokes.
0: You just want to get a set in, Babs. You just want to get a set. (laughs) You're
3: like, I won't be up I'm like, this is not comedy. Do you guys want to hear something actually funny?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think they're cute. Grab the mic.
4: (laughs) No, I hate them. Why do you like it? I can't. Because they're funny. They're silly. I don't know. I, I like, like, street jokes. I do too, but in this
3: situation, I feel like people are just like laughing hard. Like it's just not deserved what they're getting. I think Mm. they're nervous.
0: People are like trying to be like, let's just have fun. This is a bad, a bad thing's about to happen. Flying's awful. (laughs) Yes.
3: So why are any of us making noise? Let's all. Okay.
0: (laughs) Shut up. Do you also hate it when groups of people (laughs) sing on planes?
3: Sing. I haven't really, I've never encountered that.
0: The video, oh, like of where it? the Lion
3: King yeah. cast sang,
0: I, or, I fucking hate. I if I was on that, that plane, I swear to God, I oh, would no. just be I screaming. Loved that, obviously. Me too. I would have just been <laughs> screaming until it ended. I would have <laughs> been crying with tears
4: of joy. No,
0: I hate it. That, that are, are I, you I serious? If
4: that much harmony was happening around you, I would hate it. I would fucking hate it. Shut the fuck up.
2: In a vacuum sealed, <laughs> airtight. Like, how does sound even travel oh, in there? The yeah. harmonies. I'm like, how does that work? Ugh.
0: No, no round of applause for me. I'll clap for the pilot twice as loud. <laughs> yeah. You have a theater where you do this. Go do this there <laughs> off the street away from me.
3: <laughs> so the professionals can't do it, but the flight attendants can.
4: <laughs> I guess so. Yes. I, look, I'm up for any. I'm up for all of it, honestly. Yeah. I'll take it off. There are no rules up there. No. That is true. That's really oh, no the way, stopping you. I will say, I haven't flown not high in like 15 years, so that also mm-hmm. might make me more amenable to everyone's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just vibing. Absolutely. I'm just vibing. If I'm on a plane, you bet I'm vibing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, Becca. Okay, This is a good closing out one. What three things about the future excite you? Ooh.
2: Ooh. Um... Like immediate future or just in general? I mean, okay. it's open to whatever. Okay. Just kind of like, I don't know. I'm very new here. So life could look like anything in a year. Mm-hmm. Like I love looking every year how different life was last year. So it's kind of like that excites me. Just like the unknown mm-hmm. of not knowing what's going to happen. Um, you new just, to LA? You mean, I'm new to LA. Oh, less okay, than cool. a year. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So it's nice. kind of fun. Um, I guess traveling like i plan to do a lot of travel this year i'm um, mm. excited to see some new places uh and thanksgiving can i say that oh no. those are great answers totally.
4: no those are all great yeah. answers
2: yeah where are you I'm from so, so do you reporting. go back home i do i'm from long island oh, oh cool okay.
4: oh, you're a true new yeah. yorker
2: okay. i'm a true new yorker what do you call me that i guess like if
4: i, I think live long in island yeah. i mean it's like if you're in the from yeah. the valley you can still claim la
2: Yeah. uh, Yes. So I like to go back and forth. Everyone's there. Like all my family, all my friends are on the East coast mostly. So, um, it's nice to go back.
3: Yeah. It's nice. You can
2: like hit everything in In one one. shot. Go see a Broadway show, have a (laughs) slice of pizza.
4: (laughs) It's It's kind of true though. You kind of have to do those things though. (laughs) No, you do. do. (laughs) What are you going to see next? You know?
2: Oh God. No. Mm. Um, Didn't Funny Girl just close? I really wanted to see it. Yeah, I wanted to see it it. too.
4: As much as Leah Michelle is Leah Michelle, I kind of feel like we needed to
2: see her do it. I really wanted to.
4: Yeah. Um I there's
3: I not that I've not watched the show, but some fucking show on HBO about football.
4: The Jets. Last, last, uh, last. No, hard dogs. Uh, I, ha- I watched every episode. And- Did you watch that one where they talked about going to shows? Yes. <laughs> there's wait my- the football
2: players. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah.
3: So my my boyfriend, they're from Jersey, so of course they're you know they play in Jersey, yeah. so they're right by New York. And um, there's this really cute clip where like they're all just talking about the shows that they love, and so it's just really nice to see like macho dudes being like, oh man, Wicked, Wicked's the best. <laughs> like oh it's like really endearing like that was the
4: only thing I saw of the whole show like (laughs) I do me watch it it's kind of the whole show like I like hard knocks we watch it every year they take a different team and it's like them at training camp so you kind of get to know like all the boys on the team and like it's less about football and more about just like the politics of the boys on the team and like they have the rookies every year have to put on a talent show for the other players and it's always really bad (laughs) <laughs> and so it's like hazing it's like it's hazing it's kind of like
2: yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: so it's just kind of like watching like a bunch of really big men at summer camp <laughs> i love that that's fun
2: that's cute yeah, yeah. doing icebreakers
4: yeah exactly no they literally are yeah yeah and the, the boys this year their talent show was so bad they got booed off the stage and they had to come back and do a new talent show
2: Oh. <laughs> that's great. I'm gonna give my Hamptonian to them. Wow! Oh, I yeah. need a place to put that trophy. We all need a way, somewhere
3: that. to boo someone off a stage. I mean, that's like a special moment. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Have you ever done that? I've never done that in my life.
3: Booed? Not that I, I can, can never,
2: Yeah, like if it's I feel like i booed like, really... like in jest or something for a moment, but not like ever. Never. Right. True. I've
3: never
0: had a true. never for
2: someone who actually. Yeah. Oh God, I would love true to though. You. I would yeah. Yeah. love I to. <laughs> it feels like. You. <laughs> throw tomatoes.
3: Yeah. yeah. I've definitely left a stage where I felt like the audience was doing it inside, but they weren't <laughs> actually actively yeah.
2: doing it. Oh, wait, I got
4: booed once. I got yeah. booed. Yeah. At I the yeah, at the Cleveland Improv, I was there was like the worst week of my life doing comedy. Never had a worse week in my whole life. And um the manager was like really shitty to me and was like you have to tell like really filthy jokes and that's what works here. So I had changed my set which it was nightmare. Uh but I had changed my set to make it like super filthy and that had worked on like Saturday night. The Sunday early show, I had failed to notice that it was all like super conservative Cleveland <laughs> people. Oh, no. So I got on stage and started telling all this like filthy material and I just hear silence, silence. I'm like and then my second joke, I just heard silent boo. Boo. Boo and I had to stay up there for 10 minutes while people no. booed me no. it was one of the most dehumanizing experiences of my life I, I hid literally in Yikes. the coat closet until it was time to go get my check and leave
3: awful yeah Oof. well fuck that manager for like being like you well, we can only do dirty
4: jokes here like what i know, the is that? I know. Like, no the whole thing fuck i forget that guy's name whoever was the fucking manager of the cleveland <laughs> improv 17 years ago can kiss <laughs> my portuguese ass
2: <laughs> are you portuguese yeah are you me too oh my god from where are you from the azores no, mm. like Lisbon areas okay.
4: where your grandma's from. Nice, nice,
2: nice. Oh, my God. Where are you from?
4: Uh, We're Yeah. Oh, okay. <gasps> well, yeah. i
2: wow, will try to go next summer. I'm trying to do a big family trip. <gasps> Me, too. And... Me really? Me, too, yeah. Okay, I'll see you there. Yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever been to Portugal? When I was three. But okay. I have family there, and my grandma had a house there, um, like a little condo. So we might go. It's lovely. I've only been to Lagos uh, only Lagos. Okay. But it was only exactly. yeah. everyone's going everyone and their mother's going to lisbon oh i know lisbon is the new greek isles yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure i've seen that sure. too <laughs>
4: That's keep okay
3: we're gonna take a break we'll be right back everybody Everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Becca. And it's time for Lady Problems. You guys have been sending us it, them. That's great. Keep doing it. You can give us a call at 323 6 but 30 or email us at Lady to Lady Comedy at gmail.com. I almost just sent my personal email. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Lady problems.
2: Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them?
5: People have them. Hi ladies, long time listener and I have a lady problem and it's about weddings.
1: Yay! (laughs) So I've been friends with the bride for about five years, and we, like, hold each other sister. She was in my wedding party. Um, I thought we were really, really good friends. Um, and then when she got engaged earlier this year, she didn't ask me uh, to be her maid of honor, to be in her wedding party, nothing. And, like, I didn't want to ask at that point. So she asked her other good friend uh, to be her maid of honor. And then, like, a week and a half ago, things just spiraled totally out of control. The maid of honor tried to torch the relationship for literally no reason. It's a, it's a mess. Um, so since then, uh, she's obviously been fired. And I've been there for my friend um, as she sort of realized that, like, this person had a pretty documented history of, like, being manipulative and shitty. And she said that she realized she was pursuing that friendship at the expense of all her other friendships. Um um, so now I'm sort of like helping her with wedding stuff. Um, we're picking out her wedding dress this weekend. Um, and she's definitely for her bachelorette and, and all these fun things. But like, I don't know if she were to ask me at this point if I would say yes, because it would feel really shitty. Um, and I guess my question is, how do I navigate the situation where my feelings are definitely hurt? Um, and I don't want to feel like second fiddle, but I also want to support her because I would have cared anyways. So, yeah. And I've also tried to take your relationship advice and stay the heck out of someone else's drama in case they reconcile, which would be terrible. But, yeah, thanks for your advice, ladies.
2: Mm. Ooh, that's tough. Mm. Weddings really bring out the worst parts in people. We get a lot of lady problems about weddings, yeah. There's there's always something going down.
4: I mean, I feel like the caller is the maid of honor, really. You're doing all the things that, like, a maid of honor would do. And... I don't know, if it doesn't matter to you that much, the title, just know that, like, you are kind of, like, sounds like the most supportive, important kind of friend in your in your engaged friend's life, and you are. I think when she looks back on this experience, she's going to look at your help and your involvement in that way. So, like, to what degree is that title really important? Like, there could be a lot of reasons why this other person got – asked to be the maid of honor like I don't know I feel like some people care more about that like maybe your friend thought that that fr- like maybe it sounds like this other friend is kind of really manipulative and shitty so maybe that person manipulated your friend into asking her and maybe your friend was like oh this person cares more about that honorific than like yeah than you do yeah that's definitely that's definitely
0: possible I feel like it's also like it seems like there's so much going on at that point where like it's hard she's probably the bride is probably just reacting to everything versus being proactive on the other side of it so she's probably like putting out fires versus getting I I don't know how much time she's had to sit and like think from the other side of it you know what I mean Mm
5: -hmm. especially if like
0: that position just blew up in her wedding it's like probably just not not thinking as clearly as she wants to you know yeah you coming in and like helping and like getting all that stuff done it is like yeah, it, it's helping her calm down. You know, it's, it is it is doing all the right, it's doing all the things, but yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like weddings bring out such heightened emotions yeah. in people and everything is like amplified to like a crazy degree that like it takes like taking a step back and being like, oh my God, here are the people who are actually here for me. And if you don't, like you were saying, is, if you don't care as much about the title, it's like at the end of the day, you were that role for her. And like, you're going to be the person who she looks back and realizes like, you know, how important your friendship is and how helpful you were. I feel like that's the most important part if you take away the title of it all. But I mean, I guess it depends. There's like so much pressure on every, all the, you know, the maid of honor and this people yeah. and who's in my party and who's this at the end of the day. It's like, you're just celebrating your love.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. People, yeah. It should, should be easy. And yes. It
2: should. Because should.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, honestly, what does it mean if you're the maid of honor? It means you're going to have to buy a stupid dress. And it means that, like, you're going to have homework on wedding day, which nobody wants homework on wedding day. Like, that means you can't get drunk until
5: – either you can't get drunk until
4: after your speech or you can and then you're going to be drunk for your speech. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be in the back of your mind. Like, you know, I don't know. Every time I have to give a speech at a wedding, it's like I feel like I can't really relax until after I give the speech. So, like, yeah, maybe you've been relieved of that. Hmm. And I mean, she sounds like she's
3: she's saying, right, like, I don't even know if I would say yes now if she asked me. Yeah, but, yeah, I feel like she's going. I feel like you're probably going to say yes. I mean, just sounding yeah. what the situation sounds like, and I guess that just really think of like solidly what you want the answer to that to be before she does ask you. Mm. If she does, you know, because I don't want you don't want to get caught in a moment where you're like have a panic answer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's a good point. So yeah. I would just really think through the different. Tr- choices and if you yeah you know and if you say no you can maybe say like it doesn't have to be a big thing but you can make a small just be like no and you know i honestly was a little bit hurt but like it's it is whatever we're gonna move past this and i don't want you to focus on this but like maybe it's something we can talk about in the future
2: you know yeah when yeah, it sounds like setting it- okay oh sorry
3: go
0: ahead oh, it does sound like she also was trying to apologize at being like i'm realizing what the how much Energy this friend's taken for me, how much I've been manipulated by this person, like that's that is valid, you know, that's all that's all extremely valid, you know, and it's it, you know, she might not have been acting like as best as you would have liked in this, but you know, we all I mean, it's huge
3: that she's recognizing that. Yeah. I feel like it's hard, it's that's like rare for people to actually see that sometimes, you know, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And feel like setting some boundaries can be helpful, like if you're gonna accept. Mm. Mm-hmm. maid of honor be like hey listen i wasn't expecting this because i wasn't asked at first so i can't commit to this this and this but i can be here for you in this this and this and kind of compromising in that way just like to protect your own inner peace because it sounds like it could be stressful last minute
4: yeah and especially when it's like not your wedding like just keep remembering <laughs> yeah. that yeah exactly there's only so much you should stress out about not your wedding (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure
0: (laughs) oh man
3: yeah good luck we're sending you (laughs) love and light (laughs)
0: yeah it's gonna be a fun day either way like don't let let the, the, the drama of a title and everything like take away from you celebrating your friend you know i mean it's
3: there's no Maid of Honor trophy. So, you know, there should
4: be the hell. <laughs> there should be. There really yes. should be. I'm surprised it probably has been a reality show. Like, best Maid of Honor.
3: <laughs> oh, God, I'm sure. Yeah.
4: Also, like, there was. If she, uh, and, and just a
0: little bit, if, if she, like, had a person that she felt like she was, like, chasing more who was this, like, manipulative person, she probably has a lot of people pleaser tendencies. And if, like, mm. those people tend to, the people in their lives who are understanding and that will just kind of go with the flow. Like you do get it short end of the stick while they're working on that because they're just terrified Mm. of upsetting everybody else in their life. So that means that you're a safe person to her is what that I I mean, you know, it doesn't feel great either, but it's like, Mm. that is like, you are a person that isn't giving her that kind of anxiety. And like, you know, that that's shit for her to work on. But you know,
4: yeah. But like after her wedding, after her wedding, like, remember. that's the thing. Like, there's honestly few experiences as stressful as being the bride in a heterosexual wedding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: it's something else, really. Yeah. Like, the amount of pressure that's put on you from so many people and, like, yes. the amount of logistic stuff that you're trying to do and, like, just the, the cost of it. And you trying to keep – like, there's so many things that I think fall to the woman yeah. that, like, I, I do feel like if you're the supportive friend kind of person, just, like – be there and support her and try not to like make her life any less stressful
2: yeah she might not be herself right now exactly exactly yeah 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 for sure
0: but have fun and hey if you're not made of honor you get to pick a better dress that's true
2: so true any color you want girl yeah Yeah. bright white lace all right
4: should
5: we do do one more yeah. yeah hi ladies uh this is devin i listen all the time i'm obsessed with you guys um i have a lady problem my lady problem is that i have too. i i'm creative type. i have too many like things i want to do And I found out that there's this thing called hyper-creativity, which is basically just ADHD, only you only have it for creative things. So, like, I will have, like, 15 ideas in my head at once. And I just, like, I won't know where to start. And I also, I kind of burn out quickly. So, like, whichever idea I choose, I'd go at it with, like, 110%. And then, you know, a short time later, I'm, like, ready to do the other thing. I'm, like, okay, well, that thing, it didn't finish, and I'm not done with it, and it, it's dead to me now. <laughs> you know, like, I <laughs> like I just can't seem to finish anything. And it's only with creative stuff. So, yeah, I'm just not sure what to do about it. Um I'm in the Screen Actors Guild, so we're currently on strike, which means I'm also currently like the most broke I've ever been in my life. Cause that was my main source of income. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thing. I have too much creativity and too much time and not enough money. And my brain doesn't know how to handle it. Um Any help would be very welcomed. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I,
2: actually just got some really good advice about this recently Mm -hmm. in the same boat ADHD girly um always all over the place and I'm someone who like is just like a serial hobbyist like is that a word you know I just Yeah. yeah but the advice I got was like you can have all these interests but before you go like full throttle on one like before you buy like you'd want to do bird watching before you buy the binoculars, the book, the everything. Like, are there things at home maybe for cheaper that you can utilize before you fully dive? Because I don't know if that's the case for you where you're buying all these things and like getting ready to do all these hobbies that don't last very long maybe. Mm -hmm. But like, are there things you could use and be thrifty about at home to satisfy the craving for that Mm -hmm. hobby instead of like... Because I'm one of those people I go, I'm like, okay, here we go. We're going to the store and we're going to yes. like start a new life. And then it's yeah. a week later and it's over. You just wasted <laughs> all the money. Mm-hmm. But like there are ways like, you know, researching online instead. Do you have like colored pencils at home and paper that you could try it out and see before you kind of jump off the deep end with it? That could help with the money aspect. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a that great call me.
3: because, yeah, like. I am definitely one of these people. I mean, I'm literally just surrounded by, like, a million unfinished projects right now. And I have so many things I've bought uh, with, you know, new projects or hobbies I was going to start or whatever. Um, and I, I think, like, the money aspect of it is, like, you've already spent a bunch of money on this stuff, probably. You have it. You have stuff you can work yeah. on. Like, and there's a really good chance that you have something you totally forgotten about that you could maybe get excited about again if you just, like, mm. pull it out. So you mm. you don't need to spend any new money. You've got... And I get it. We all do that thing where they're like – you're like, yeah, I'm going to like, you know, completely be this person. And then you buy the whole thing and then, then it becomes trash, you know. Um, so I guarantee – I was actually thinking about this like I, I found my cross-stitch graveyard recently. <laughs> and we, I remember the cross-stitch phase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm calling them graveyards now because I keep running into different graveyards in my house of like <laughs> things that I'm like, oh, look at this one. Um And I literally – I can't even tell you guys. I think I have, like, seven cross-stitch, like, packs that are all, like, new and, like, have not even been started or anything. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of fun to run into them and, like, I'm going to keep, like, maybe two and then give the other ones away, you know. But maybe just kind of, like, make a – look through all your stuff. Like, have fun looking through it all and, like, organizing it and then, like, maybe being like, oh, I'm actually going to start back on this one, you know, because I started – finishing I had like five cross stitches also that were like only needed maybe a half hour more work but I for some reason had stopped them right before they were done like what the fuck is that (laughs) and so now I have these things I'm like all right I'm gonna finish these you know so I Mm -hmm. bet anything you've got something in your house that like is longing to be finished that you'll stumble upon
4: yeah and I think to that point like I definitely have bias with like projects I recently finished were but recently not as in like in the last week but like maybe a couple months I have this bias where I think it's worse than it is Mm. where if I can wait if I like wait a year and go back I'll be like oh that was actually pretty good Like, I, so maybe there might be some, like, I don't know what kind of creative stuff you're doing, but uh, some of the projects that maybe you don't think you're as, like, into or energized by might be worth revisiting now that you've had some Mm. distance, and you might be able to see, like, oh, actually, like, I am excited about this because I just needed Mm. a break.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we also, like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be, like, amazing at everything, and I think that is, like, a, it's such a cultural thing in so many ways because it's, like... We should just be doing stuff because it feels good and isn't like the purpose is not to be the, the best at X, Y, and Z. It's just to enjoy the process of the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we don't need to figure out a way to monetize and like be the best at, at literally everything. And that's like that in itself is its own kind of work just to be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can just make make a pot and it's fine. But I'm proud I made it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like
2: we're so scared to be beginners at anything yeah. but yeah. like that's the best place to be because yeah. it means you're learning something new but it's like a scary thing to admit or like feel like you're bad at something because mm-hmm. you're trying it but yeah but I yeah, it's not a sign that you should abandon something yeah, it just yeah. means that you're
4: going through the beginning part
0: well I think mm-hmm. it's probably hard to finish because it's also like if you're in the process you're still in the fantasy of like you could be the best at this you know mm-hmm. immediately but then when it's done then you're like I think I'm good. And you're like, all right, well, on to the, you know, so it can like yeah. feel like a weird ego hit or something. And it's like, no, you're, you're, if, if everybody was amazing out of the gate, then <clears throat> the value wouldn't be there, you know, for like yeah. watching the best version of the mm-hmm. thing.
4: Yeah. You know? I've been doing this. I saw this on Instagram. No big deal. <laughs> but I've been doing this productivity thing that I've actually found pretty helpful. It's like the rule of threes in every, in so the night before you figure out like, what your most meaningful task is. And you're going to spend three hours on that. Then you knock out three things that are like meaningful, but easy, like an email you have to send or something that's sort of like a task that you can get through, but that you still need to do. And then three maintenance things. So that might be like working out or reading or something that's going to improve yourself. And that has really helped me kind of like, like today, because I'm a creative person, my meaningful one is almost always like a creative task, but like, Today, it's going to be podcasting. Like, that's my, mm. I'm going to spend three hours podcasting today. Like, that's going to be the thing I'm doing today. And so, rather than be like, and then I'm going to eat lunch and then I'm going to write 10 pages of a script, it's like, no. And then I'm going to knock out my three easy things and my maintenance things because mm-hmm. that's, and it and that's kind it. of is, and that's it. And it kind of has helped me see, like, realistically, this is what I can do in a week. Like, yeah. if I am writing a freelance article, that's my three hour meaningful task that day because. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the creative thing that I'm going to put my energy and focus into. And like in trying to like overload yourself with like too much in one day, I think can really be prohibitive, like actually getting shit done. So I have found it really helpful to kind of like use that.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also figuring out a way that like organization makes sense for you. It's like I'm extremely analog. I like need to have like a physical planner, a physical calendar. I have like a whiteboard with like lists and stuff. It's just like I like, putting, like, to-do lists and stuff on my phone doesn't do shit for me. Like, if it's in a digital space, I don't believe that it's real. It just isn't, mm. like, my brain won't think of it. So it's, like, what is the way that, like, makes sense to get, like, that, because I think, like, with ADHD, it's also, like, that constant, like, oh, fuck, what's not, what, what, you know, your, your brain is bopping around. What's a way to, like, take that out of yourself a little bit, too,
5: mm-hmm. you know?
0: It's, like like, I usually have, like, a like on my planner, I'll have like, this is all the shit I want to get done within the next couple of weeks. And it's like, I write it out every week and whatever doesn't get done gets moved to the next week. And then it's like, you see that list get whittled down over time, but it isn't like it has to happen today.
4: Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that is like super helpful because then you're like, oh shit. Okay. Oh, I have time right now. I could just do that. You yeah.
4: Know? Mm-hmm. I have time right now or I don't have time right now. Or I don't think have it's, time right it's now. you can also yeah. like, we, we think we're so superhuman and it's like, mm-hmm. no nah, dude, you fucking need to go eat something. And you need to walk your dog and you need to go to the store. Like life Mm -hmm. takes time. Like I think that having unrealistic expectations of how many minutes you're going to have in a day can kind of be paralyzing. And like, it's okay if you have a task that you know you want to get done and you're going to do that Thursday instead of today. That's different than procrastinating. That's time management. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. exactly. And it's so easy to be so disappointed when you don't finish your whole to do list for the day because it wasn't ever reasonable at all. Exactly. I still struggle with that every day. I'm like, I'm a failure. I didn't do anything. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. You literally just put 24 hours of work straight. Like, on a yeah. right. list. like when are you going to sleep?
3: girl? Yeah. Like, right. but... That's why I enlist, like they don't work for me because I have get overwhelmed by the amount of things I need mm-hmm. to do. So even sitting down to write it wouldn't mm-hmm. like, I would be like, Ugh! you know what I mean? Cause That's there's it. always something to do. The the list mm-hmm. never to me, never goes away because it's just, like, Mm never-ending. So, like, I have to, I realize that I have to just trust myself that I, like, know intuitively, like, what I can do. You know what I mean? And I don't think I get the stuff done necessarily that I want to all the time, but I also, like, have it within myself to be like, all right, you're going to fucking figure this out. I'm like, it's going to be okay, you know? So it just depends, like we said, it just depends on, like, what works best for you. I think that we talked about this before, but body doubling is really good where, just, like, if you want to do something creative set and you have a creative friend, set a time, set aside a time once a week to be like, oh, like, let's work on, you know, creative shit today. And they will yeah. just kind of force you to pick a thing and work on it, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, I think that can be really helpful to just be like, put all the bullshit away about wondering about which thing to work on or what to do you just know that you and your friend are both doing it at the same time at this day mm-hmm. and like either in person or on zoom. And that I think can be really helpful to just be like, stop, stop. I do all I, the the, para- the paralyzing like mm-hmm. options thing, you know, Yeah, that really fucks with me. And so I think anytime I've had the thing where I, I like meet up with somebody, it just helps so much because you, you stop
2: holds you accountable. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, and also yeah. for her too, I just want to, acknowledge a couple of things you're an actor who makes a living as an actor that's fucking huge you weren't amazing at that overnight which means you have done something creative that took time to get there and like I think it's hard also once you have achieved that with something creative then you're like well then I should get to the next one fat that just as like twice as fast <laughs> right and it's like no like these things they're a craft they take a long time to get there also at least for me financial insecurity is a paralyzing thing that does make it difficult Mm. to get things done so like we are in a strike where like you are not working your main source of income is you know dried up for who fucking knows when these assholes are gonna come back to make a fucking deal so it's like you make sure you're giving yourself space to also like not be hard on yourself because this is like a traumatizing time too i mean totally yeah when i've been like broke poor like I'm at my least creative because it's like hmm. you're just like how are my bills getting paid? What's happening next? Mm-hmm. That's exactly. where your brain is, yeah. and that's like it's hard to find the space to be like, ah, let's just sit and <laughs> paint a lake. It's like that's those are two <laughs> different mindsets. It is.
4: And by the way, I feel like if you're in that situation where you're literally are like, how's my where was my Mike Sneal coming from? Yeah, that is probably the issue you need to be focusing all of your energy on. And I yeah. think that when you're a creative person and it sucks. Because we all just want to be like writing our novels and painting our things. But like, Mm -hmm. if you can't get dinner, that is gonna have to be your priority until you get that figured out. And like, give yourself permission to focus on making money and not feel like you're neglecting your craft or neglecting your creative. Like, and hopefully you're gonna make that money in a way that is creative and satisfying to you. But like, don't feel like you need to be spinning the plate of surviving financially while also coming up, you know, with the next great epic poem at the same fucking time. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: we are not our output we are so much more <laughs> so <Yeah>. true <laughs> it's
4: and also and like
3: I a, will say yeah. Bevan yeah. sent us amazing stickers that we yes. th- that we yeah. opened on our 24 hour thing and so we've seen, we've what, seen what your, your creativity art. physically yeah. has turned into and it's great it's awesome mm-hmm. so just to encourage you and let you know that like we've, we love what you know what you've done at least like for us in our sphere so thank yeah. you for that and being
0: dope <laughs> yeah Absolutely, you got this girl.
3: And yay! <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> the audience All
0: right. goes aww around <laughs> the applause for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Everybody the
2: you yes, we're <laughs> landing <laughs> the plane. Yes, we're landing the plane. two tables.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> airplane mode on. Yes, <laughs>
3: Becca. Thanks so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. so fun. Yeah. Let everyone know where they can follow you online, on your TikTok, all that fun stuff. You can follow me on TikTok at actressbeck, my AIM username, or um, (laughs) uh, Instagram, just my name, Becca Bastos, and uh, everywhere else, just Becca Bastos. Sweet. And thank you, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Three, two,
3: three, six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere.
5: So, I'm listening to Stephanie Tanner Time. Uh, Also, you guys are amazing, but we're talking about proposal, and my husband only talked to my father about proposing to me, and him and my father were the only ones that knew, and it was actually really sweet because I am really close with my dad, and so when I found out that him and my dad were the only two in on the secret, it definitely bonded them a lot closer, and it was just funny because most of the time, like nowadays, we don't involve the parents, and which is totally fine. But him and my dad felt super sneaky about it, and it was it was funny. They were in shenanigans. All right, thanks. Love you Bye. Hi, ladies. This is the caller who called in a few weeks ago about um, my coworker trying to plan their wedding the week before mine. Well. Just got an update from my sister who just got engaged. She's also trying to plan her wedding a month before mine as well. My life is ruined. Goodbye.
3: Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content,
0: discounted tickets for live shows and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady.
4: Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two lady comedy and give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows.
3: And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show.
4: Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.